Welcome to another episode of the We're Being a Law Firm podcast. Yes, we are still looking for a new name. So first things first, if you have name ideas, feel free to send them to us by next week. Um, my name is Michael Urbina. My name is Carla Verma. My name is Jessica Urbina. And yes, there are two Urbinas in the podcast today. We're joined by my wife on today's date. It's the first time we actually do a podcast together. Um, so this should be fun. And considering today's topic, it should be even funner. So today we're going to talk about managing relationships in the workplace and how you can work even you know if it's not necessarily someone you always agree with, uh, somebody that's very different from you, or somebody that you're very close to, like in our case, you know, being married. So we often, I think we get to the point of bragging that we have pretty good level of chemistry here in the office and what I always tell people is that not that was not necessarily always the fact um, throughout times we've had you know obviously like every firm's had different people working here and everything and we not always saw eye to eye with everybody that worked here you know um, so it's it's been a work in progress or sort of like a building on culture to make sure that you get to a level where you feel that the culture in your office is strong enough to withstand not necessarily always seeing eye to eye with other people you know and i think we've over the years done a pretty good job of establishing a pretty good base and just keep building and growing but i think it all starts especially with those relationships in house because i think that's the basis of the trust and what everybody sees with regards to how they're treated when they come through our doors, you know? So that's in essence, the in, initial topic that we're going to address today. So what do you guys think are the keys to maintaining, you know, good relationships within the office place? I feel like Carla and I talk about this all the time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like one of the first things that you have to establish is making sure you don't um, bring your personal life into work and you keep those separate um, you could have a relationship with a co-worker but you cannot let that affect your work right work is work and you have to keep it separate yeah so what about the fact that I think we always we've talked about this a few times too how I think it makes a huge difference when you bringing friends to work with you versus you know having a deeper relationship with a coworker that eventually becomes like a friendship kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So why do you guys think that's so different? Like I, I get it and I see, we've seen it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But why is that the case? Why does that happen like that? I think that relationships that start in the workplace, they'll say people that didn't know each other and then started developing a relationship in the workplace, you grew together in the environment. So mm -hmm. you, you know each other's boundaries, you know, who is the boss, you know, things like that. People who are friends, you already start off on a different footing. So those people are the ones that are maybe really comfortable with you, kind of don't take you seriously. It's just kind of balancing when to take someone seriously and when to be at work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's the problem with being friends with people and then working with them as opposed to working with someone and becoming friends with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think in big part is also the fact that, you know, as friends, you start out as friends, you see each other outside of work. There's no there's no pressure with regards to, you know, keeping tasks or, you know, maintaining that professionalism aspect of it. But if you start on a professional level and eventually kind of branch out of it, it's still the fact that 
your work still comes first because at the end of the day, that's where the relationship started. You started as professional, you know, colleagues, comrades, whatever you want to call it, and then eventually that relationship went bigger. Now, do you think necessarily that you have to be like Biffle's best friends <laughs> with the people that you work with? I would say probably not. I, I think you don't even have to like some of the people that you work with, but that goes with what Giselle was saying. You have to be able to balance out and understand I'm at work. I don't have to like you on a personal level, but I have to work with you. Mm -hmm. So that's where the professional relationship comes in. You can hate the person if it comes to that, but that does, shouldn't affect the way you work with that person. Okay. Yeah. That's true. And, well, switching gears a little bit, if you do have a relationship with someone before you come to work, like in our case, you need to have boundaries, you know? Like, don't take home, I mean, don't take work home, or at least try to limit the conversations you have from the workplace home, right. because you have to make that distinction. If not, like, your life is gonna become work, and then the relationship can be affected. The other thing I always think about is try to work as separate as possible in the office. For example, the stuff you do in the office, I try to be like really separated from it. You know, I kind of work on the admin side and you work on the law side. So the amount of, you know, times that we can actually have a discussion or a problem, it's very limited because we're doing two things completely different. So we do work together, but we try to keep it a little separate. So that way, you know, if something happens, the problem is not gonna become, it's less likely to become personal. I feel that that helps a lot, at least from my point of view. Yeah. Well, I think you and I also did have practice beforehand because we worked together before we were married, you know, with RJ and everything, like we kind of managed and grew that group. Completely different aspect than, right. you know, mm -hmm. running a business per se, but it's mm -hmm. still, we tr we treated it as if it was a business. Mm -hmm. Managing the, the marketing aspect of it, the management in terms of the volunteers and everything. So it was very similar in that aspect, just different different cards to play with, I guess, you know? Exactly. But um, I think it's a very good point with regards to trying to keep a, not necessarily a distance, but in the sense mm -hmm. also of knowing what you're good at mm -hmm. and also being able to find people that compliment you you know mm -hmm. find people that maybe are much better at something that you're not very good at or that balance each other out you know and then, and i think both of y'all had done a great job with the people the employees for this business i think that we are a group of people that can get along and balance each other out some of us have a little more of certain things but that's what balances out with where where others are lacking and things like that agree mm -hmm. i mean even you and i like we've talked about this before like we we work the cases essentially the same way but the way we think about things oftentimes is completely different and somehow we end up reaching something in the middle you know what i mean because mm -hmm. you your thinking is separate in the sense of like for example i'm more of a I don't want to say laid back, but I'm a little more patient with certain things. Sometimes you try to get there faster than I would, you know? And it's not that it's bad one way or another. It's like, I can see why sometimes you're super sensitive urgency. It's like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, then we need to go about it this way. Mm -hmm. And then vice versa, sometimes you're like, yeah, maybe I don't need to go about it that way, and I sh should do it this other way. It balances out, and honestly, that's one of the first things I noticed when we started working together was, 
how we sort of like talked about different cases and how we reached the same conclusion. And I was like, that started way different. And somehow mm -hmm. we still ended up in the same thing. I was like, I think it's good to have someone that balances you out or gives you different ideas. So you don't want a bunch of yes people or how my mom called it, like, you know, mm -hmm. seals that are just clapping at whatever you say. You're like, we're gonna do this. So like, brilliant, sir, brilliant. You want somebody that tells you why or mm. why not this or how about this other way and you want someone who can challenge you and bring different perspectives correct mm -hmm. because not only does that help you become better at anything any business that you're doing but it also again complements the areas that you may not have thought about where you might be weaker at or that maybe you're just you're the way your thought process doesn't allow or doesn't go that way and I think that's something that you have to look for in everyone you want to work with, uh, regardless of the position, whether it's somebody you're going to work with hand by hand on a day to day basis or someone you're just going to work, you know, less of, but they're still going to be a part of your business. So trying to find someone that compliments you, not somebody that just does exactly whatever you want. Or exactly the opposite, Correct. which is another problem. You need to have a balance because when you have a business, sometimes you just need to, there's some certain things you just have to do them. Yeah. You know, there's not an option, you know, yes, things can be improved and changed, but sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. And if you have people in your team that are always, you know, I don't wanna do that, I wanna do it this other way, it becomes a hassle and it becomes such, you know, a bad thing for the whole um, efficiency of the firm that it's really hard to keep up with that. So you need to have, have that balance between having someone who's not a complete follower who have their own ideas and they compliment you, but that's not to the point where they're literally complaining and being defiant about every single thing you ask them to do. Right. I think that's more on the employee side that the person mm -hmm. needs to be able to be a follower and it mm -hmm. needs to be able to be a leader. And that's where as mm -hmm. employees, we have to find how we can balance that. I don't know if that's mm -hmm. something that our employers can be like, this is how you balance it. I think it's mm -hmm. more of a, we have to, search within ourselves and say okay clearly this is something that i should follow maybe i'll give a little pushback here because i think this might be better but still respectfully understand that these are the things that should be done exactly yeah mm -hmm. and i think the other aspect is trying to understand how to not only work along with your people but also how to keep in mind you know their position or their put yourself in their shoes kind of situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest things that I learned, honestly, is, you know, for working at different places was I, I kept thinking about, I never wanted to be my own boss or start a business or anything like that, but I was like, if that ever happens, mm -hmm. I would think about doing things X, Y, Z. Not necessarily because you have a chip on your shoulder and you necessarily want to do things because they, they weren't done X, Y, Z, but because you were there at some point and you treat people the way you would like to be treated, you know? And I think that the older or like the olden days, let's put it that way, is to kind of treat employees like things or, like you know, cattle. exactly like oh, just move paper. And if you, you know, you're one step away from being fired versus, you know, train the appropriate people. If you find someone that's good that, you know, is going to be 10 times harder to train somebody else, like find a way to make that work but also make it a place where people are actually excited to wake up. Granted, 
everybody, no matter how happy they are with a job, Monday morning comes and you're like, eh, you know, because <laughs> you get used, to, especially after a long weekend, you yeah, know, or nice. something like that. But so you mean Tuesday morning, like something like that, you know, <laughs> depending on where it is. But um, I think at the end of the day, once you get past that initial, eh, it's Monday. It's kind of like, well, at least I get to go somewhere that I like to see people that I generally like working with, you know, that, you know, work doesn't seem, you know, terrible. Like, I remember one of my first internships I ever had, like five o'clock seemed like this unreachable, unattainable <laughs> time that I was like, oh, my God, like. When is it gonna get here? Mm. Versus now, it's like, oh my god, it's <laughs> five already. Like, there's still so much time. <laughs> exactly, it's like, what, what's going? gonna happen? You know, yeah. and I think once you reach that point, you know, you you feel like you've created, and not just because you like what you do, but I think if you like what you do, but you have a terrible time with the people that you work with because you haven't managed that relationship, it's it's still gonna be the same problem. Five o'clock is gonna seem like forever away. So managing that aspect of those relationships is so crucial in everything you do, period. As an employer, as a colleague, as a you know, as an employee, like you want to make sure that you're uh, desirable in the sense of you know your click or whatever you want to call yeah. it with regards to your, you know, wherever you work with. So and I think that's also the difference between being a boss and being a leader. Like everything that you were describing mm -hmm. is basically value your employees. Don't just focus on how they can be better for the firm, how they can be better for the business, how, what you want from them instead of what they're giving you that is helping mm -hmm. the business grow. Yeah. I agree. And if you think about it, you give the best hours of your day here at, at work, right? So when you wake up, of course, you're tired, you're not really very focused, come to work, you have to give your best and do everything. So you are, you're spending here most of your time. Once you leave here, you go home, you're so tired and you're getting kids ready to sleep or doing homework or whatever that might be. And if you think about it, the people around you in the office, like you spend more time with them yeah. than with anybody else, really. So you have to make a point to really, at least at work, have a good relationship with them, whatever that might be. And you also have to think about that not everyone is the same. So you need to understand personalities. I'm very big on this. Like I love like listening to people and understanding what makes them upset or what makes them happy, what makes them sad. Um, how do they learn? Do they learn by drawing something, by reading something, by researching, by like what is their style? Because everyone is different and you cannot pretend to treat everyone the same way or have the same relationship with everyone. Right. Yeah, and I mean, going back to, you know, like the olden days conversation, like, it's so, I think when you think about our workplace, everybody thinks about something that's so rigid and stale and like unattractive to be at. I think one of the biggest things that are important to establish a good workplace environment is to be adaptive, you know? not just to, you know, the market or the people that you serve, but also to the people that you work along with. You know, I think that, you know, when we first started the office, there was no such thing as sitting down together to have lunch or anything like that because it didn't even occur to us that we could spend an hour with, you know, the people that we originally started with because it was just the personalities were not necessarily there. 
over time it developed to something like yeah you you can totally do that or not only can you do that but you can use it to develop a further relationship with you know and it kind of it wasn't even something that it, it just was it, natural it was natural like it didn't, it didn't happen, happen. Just, like yeah. we're like hey we're all gonna sit down and eat together it was just no. like just happened just you know happened. Mm-hmm. and i think that speaks volumes with regards to how if you set that the appropriate tone and you have the right people which again some i get it it's hard to find especially today like oh yeah people especially that would even show up millennials <laughs> or people that will continue showing up correct <laughs> so that's hard but once you do, I think that sometimes people feel so much as like the olden days, like, oh, no, no, you have to treat people like this. And you have to like if they if they're two seconds late, you have to be like on them. It's like, look, if somebody shows a pattern of something that's concerning, sure. But you can't, you know, destroy someone's livelihood just because they're like, how dare you be two seconds late? Like mm-hmm. you let mm-hmm. the slide. If it's somebody that's super good at what they do and sometimes they're like, hey, I need to leave a little early. Then why do you need to be like, I'm going to discount those 10 minutes? Just give them those 10 minutes. Like, But there are people that are just micromanaging every aspect of it because they feel like that's going to devalue that position or what they do for their business versus think about the overall value that that person brings to your business. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think short-term and little things and you know dollars and cents when you can be thinking about hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever it may be in the spectrum of things. That 10 minutes that you may want to discount from somebody's hour or whatever can really set you back in a relationship because then that employee would be like, you're that petty that you're going to discount 10 minutes like when I come in early and do this and do that for you. Like, mm-hmm. I think people sometimes are so petty with little things like that. that it's like really there is a bigger picture here as to how you maintain a good relationship with them. It doesn't cost you that much to just give them those 10 minutes and be like, hey, go ahead, take them. But if you take them away, you might think you're keeping 10 minutes of money, but you're really losing productivity, um, trust, mm-hmm. and a lot of other factors that are far more valuable you know, with a, your colleague or your coworker than there are with you know, any kind of monetary aspect that you can get but from you it. You also have to watch out for the people that notice your pattern of leniency mm-hmm. and take full advantage and run with it. Right. So I think that's something that employers have to really think about and balance. Like you said, think about the employee's worth and what they're giving to the business. And is that worth letting them, you know, slide off on time or letting them slide off on time every single day? Like kind of you have to balance out when to do it and when to say, okay, there's a limit to how much we're going to be lenient on and Mm -hmm. you have to adhere by these rules. Yeah, and I think that's where you set the expectations with regards to what you want from your coworkers, your superiors, your subordinates, whatever the situation may be. And that way you, again, you start out with a specific set of boundaries, like you mentioned before, and then you kind of work that relationship from that point. But if it's the other way around, it just is not going to work because there were no boundaries there. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, really? Now you're going to put boundaries after Mm -hmm. originally you didn't? Exactly. Again, you you have to start slow in a way and then just build your way up into maintaining like a really solid relationship. You're not going to become best friends for life overnight from day one to day two. Like Wendy and I, just saying. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's a separate story. That'll be a separate <laughs> podcast separate topic. Completely. Wendy and yeah. Carla is developing <laughs> love for each other. But I think... And the square. The square, you know. The square. <laughs> the square. So at the end of the day, in reality, what you have to do is figure out how to balance the situation at work. What's more valuable long-term, because again, I, I cannot tell you how many people just don't see the value in, aside from just being an overall good person of treating people right, you know, is the fact that a lot of times there's a monetary, even if it's small, a monetary, you know, amount placed on keeping, you know, like holding on to the, to the reins of people and making sure they're in place rather than making them invested in the success of your business. And I think people lose track of that because I, I don't see this necessarily as my business. I see this as everybody that works here has to be invested in it because guess what? This is where your livelihood comes from. And if this doesn't work out, then guess what? It doesn't work out for all of us, not just me. It's every person that comes into work every day have to have an investment on how your business goes. And when somebody's invested in something, they feel you know not only good about it, but they feel responsible to a certain degree, like I need to make sure that I'm pulling my weight, that I'm making it happen, because if I don't, you know, then that's my paycheck, you know what I mean? That's my livelihood. And so many people, so many people, lawyers, doctors, you name it, like fail to see that all the time. They only think about me, 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 my, 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 and they're like, okay, but are you gonna answer your own phones? And are you gonna do this? Are you gonna do that? Like you're probably not going to have the time if your business is growing or whatever it is. And aside from the relationship aspect, the fact that sometimes people are too greedy and they're like, no, no, this is my baby and I'm not going to let it go and nobody's going to touch it. When you can't, you just can't build a solid foundation with regards to the people you work with if you play that card. That's true. And you're trying to do, you know, have your business, but at the end of the day, at some point, you will retire and the business will be in somebody else's hand. So you want to make sure that whatever you're leaving behind is something good, something, a legacy. Right. Something that, you know, people will want to work for your company, that it will last for years and years to come, that our children can be part of, that our grandchildren can be part of. So I feel like everything is important. I feel like, you know, those decisions that we make now and the people that we hire and how we hire and how we have that culture in the firm is really important for the future. Yeah. I think a business is more like a team, like you're saying. Mm -hmm. It's not just one person and everybody else working for them. It's we're all working together to make this one big business work and be successful. Mm -hmm. No. And I think the last like tidbit, you know, subject that I guess we can cover is the fact that the importance of making sure you don't burn bridges, not only between coworkers, but also like from employee to employer and employer to employee. If, if as an employer, you treat someone terrible and that person has to go on medical leave or maternity leave, paternity leave, whatever it is, and they get like the most, the smallest chance to leave your company, they ain't coming back. Oh, yeah. So you may think that you're like, oh, that person's gonna come. In like four months, they'll be back. Are you sure about that? You know, like you don't have you don't want to have to worry about whether someone is coming back or not. But that comes back to your same point, making people feel valued and invested. Right. Someone that feels invested in someone that feels like they have a voice isn't going to take a higher paying job that's going to treat them like cattle mm -hmm. as opposed to staying where they are and having the 
work environment and the good chemistry that we have here in, in the firm. Wow. And again, it's not just saying in terms of what we do, but just in general, like every successful business you look at, they really, the, the one common thing that they have is that they treat their employees really well. Granted, you have some exceptions of businesses that are not known, mm-hmm. <laughs> Walmart, um, to treat their employees well. But of course, Walmart just has like a different, you know, uh, key performance indicator, which is like their inventory system is you cannot touch that. So they can literally just work whether people like with each other or not. Separately, when you're starting a business, when you have a small business, like relationships are everything for the most part. So if those relationships suck, unless you have a Walmart level <laughs> inventory system or some incredible, or like Amazon, some incredible reach that anybody could technically run with that, then you know you need to make sure that your relationships are on point with you know from the person that greets everybody in the morning like from the doorman like they say all the way up to like the top you know ceo or whatever it may be so Mm -hmm. every position is super important yeah we could not stress that enough like everything matters the structure is what matters if we don't have Mm -hmm. a good foundation everything just crumbles Mm -hmm. and i think it speaks volumes to when someone is out in your business and you feel it granted everybody else picks up the slack or whatever but if you miss that person or you feel that person not necessarily because of what they do but maybe because of what they bring you know personality wise then you know you've done a good job in allowing that person to be themselves and be like hey you know what i truly miss this person not because of the work they do granted of course you want them Mm -hmm. but because of what they bring to the table as a person as an individual I think that is so important to make sure that you establish that. If you if you are missed, that means you're doing good. <laughs> if everybody's like, oh, you were gone? You know, I didn't like, notice that. Oh, yeah. when did you leave? You know, <laughs> when did you get here? Then y- you may want to rethink how you're handling your relationships. You know? Or if you are the boss and you come back from vacation and everybody's like, oh, my God, this guy's back, <laughs> y- you may want to do something about that. <laughs> so do you guys have any last uh, thoughts before we close out today I thought we I think we covered yeah. everything that was well rounded yeah pretty well rounded actually a little more in depth than I originally thought so <laughs> uh, anyways um, as usual if you guys have any questions comments you want to uh, if you want us to expand on anything that you heard of today if you liked what you heard today or if you have any podcast name ideas we're more than happy to welcome so our ideas by next Friday uh, we would like to be able to announce our next po- podcast video, excuse me, ne- next podcast episode, excuse me. <laughs> we would like to announce then our new name. So um, we mentioned it last week that we we're going to send a surprise. Um, it's going to be some sort of gift card. What is it going to be? I don't know. It's not going to be more than $100. But if you want to be able to get, you know, some surprise from us, you know, as our gratitude to help us come up with a name. And if we pick your name, then we will absolutely honor that word and, you know, follow up with you and make sure that you get, you know, your duly earned or deserved credit for giving us our new name. So uh, we prefer the name to be in English since the podcast is in English. Um, this is the only product that we're doing right now that is only in English. So we would like to keep it that way. Um, so yeah, so feel free to send us uh, your suggestions um, by next Friday so that we can then develop and announce our new name. So other than that, uh, thank you so much for your time. Hope you enjoyed today's topic and we'll see you guys next time. Have a good one.